Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you are very, very well this, uh, well, I, I don't know what the weather's like where you are. Where I'm, I'm up in Aberdeen and it is uh, it's beautiful. Always always lovely up here. Uh, this morning we have uh, uh, Lauren with us. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Lauren uh, hosts the uh, the breakfast show up here on uh, North Sound. Yes, that's and it. Uh, we couldn't get another, we couldn't get a comedian up here today, so Lauren's going to help us out. I'll try and be as funny as I can. Don't worry about it. It's it and miss anyway. You know, it's you that does all that though. Again, I know it's hard it's hard to be funny in the morning. It's really the worst time for me. It I is. could really do with this breakfast show being about half eight in the evening. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, Give yourself a wee slap. Take a drink of coffee. You'll be fine. Oh, I'll be fine. Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. If you're up and about this morning, I would love to hear from you. Because um, obviously you do the, your breakfast show during the week. Uh, most people are doing the same things those days. They're either doing school run or going to work. Exactly. That's generally the listeners you get. Whereas on a Sunday, the magic happens. Could be anything, couldn't it? I'm not even kidding. I mean, the crazy things that people are up to on Sunday mornings, the, the, the wide variety of things <laughs> that people do on a Sunday. Well, I'd love to hear from you, just to prove my point. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on text. Or give us a call, 030 123 uh, if you want to let us know what you are up to this morning. I am starving. I just, just, re- just realised. <laughs> yeah, my, my stomach just went... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking at that fruit thinking that's not going to... That's not going to touch the sides. Straight down. Oh, tell us what you're having for breakfast as well. I'm just, I'm jealous. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Well, as usual, they've not let me down. Straight away. <laughs> it's working. Straight away. Rupert. I mean, the guy's called Rupert for, for a start. Have you ever met a Rupert? Never. Never. Amazing. What do you say? He says, I'm having porridge, then I'm off to teach my students medieval combat. Hello, Sunday. What? That's Sunday's for you, Lauren. What is that? Uh, medieval combat. He's obviously like some sort of uh, reenactor, you know, does some <laughs> stuff from back in the day. Gets his big bows out and... I'm a little bit jealous. I don't know, fair play. And he's called Rupert. Amazing. These are real people. I love it. Uh, so if you uh, let me know what you're up to. Uh, and then there's, you know, your general things. You, you've got Emma and Will here in Ashford who are we're, uh, we're off out for a 5K run in a local park. Oh, there's always one on a Sunday. Show-offs. Absolute show-offs <laughs> running round. I bet they do that thing as well where they, like, post it up on Facebook afterwards, the little map. Well, you have to, don't you? Otherwise, Ugh. you didn't do it. Ugh. I know. Like, as soon as I, I see to. it, I'm like, oh, God. Don't look as you're jealous, though. I'm je- I'm, I'm a, it is, it is jealousy in a, in a weird way. Like, I'm jealous that I am not fit or healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, you are wearing quite fit and healthy clothes. That doesn't make a difference. I mean, if you've ever been to Manchester, there's a lot of people in tracksuits. They ain't doing them. a marathon, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't dressed like that because they've got their run. They might need to run, but it's often away from things. Oh, no. Very fast. Uh, with sirens, uh, so they've got to be ready. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I am in. I am in. Uh, I did go to the gym yesterday. Actually, I did. I went. I did. I did a blaze class. Oh, how hard was that? It's really hard. It's so tough. It's I like, don't know if you've done one, but uh, yeah, it's really tough. It's madness. It's like three minutes there, three minutes there. You have to run, and then you have it's to like punch like things. Interval training. Yeah, it's really hard. And then, uh, but I don't know what's wrong with my brain. I went. That's why I, I got up in the morning, poached eggs for breakfast. Boom. Went over to. 
the gym there in in Aberdeen, uh, the David Lloyd did the did the thing, really hard, like sweating, oh, knackered. Went to the cinema. I'll have two scoops of that. Uh, large popcorn, <laughs> uh, some Milky Way stars, yeah. uh, Pepsi. I'm like, so. Oh. How is the same person doing these things? How did the same person go into the gym and is now got a face full of Milky Way stars? And you must be bankrupt as well. I mean, that, they, that costs more than the ticket. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you are very well. It's the Jason Manford Show. I'm joined this morning uh, by uh, Lauren, who's uh, up here in uh, Aberdeen. Good morning. And uh, we, we just, I mean, I, I asked several comedians, do you fancy coming to Aberdeen? Nope. No? No, Not no. that they couldn't, it's not that they didn't want to get here, they just couldn't. It's far away, man. Yeah, but there's a new road. Have you not heard about the AWPR, Jason? I d- have we? I've not, no. No, it's a brand no. new road that's been made up here and it's massive. Ooh. Everybody loves it. Right, I've not seen it in the news. It's Yeah, it's massive, it's fab. So Aberdeen's got a new road, folks. Yep. If you're out there for the rest of the country, if you fancy coming <laughs> up here and visiting, got a lovely new road. Uh, Michael, who is in Aberdeen, is off to the gym. Oh, no, he's at the gym, already listening to Absolute Radio. Oh, right, what's he, what's he doing? That's all he's given me. Not the Blaze class, no. I don't. You can't listen to anything during one of those classes. No, he'll probably do a leisurely little sort of run on the treadmill. Yeah, I'd bit, say. bit of weight, just twenty k. That's him. Mark in Mansfield. I'm up painting my miniature Moss Easley Cantina. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I think that's the thing from Star Wars uh, oh. or Star Trek. I don't know. I don't really watch them. Is it May Star? May the Fourth be with you. No, that's Star Trek. Oh, okay. Very. Don't get them mixed up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're completely different. <sighs> They get angry about it. Both sets of fans. Oh, no. They get very angry about it. Sorry. Uh, who else is up? Jenny from Crawley. Off to, she's off to the gym as well. Do some weights. Uh, went to see Captain Marvel uh, last night with the kids, who, even though they fell asleep at the cinema. Lightweights. What? I did not. I was, I was going to go and see Captain Marvel yesterday when I had a bit of time to myself. I ended up going to see the new Jordan Peele film, uh, Us. Is it good? Okay, let's try and decipher this film. It is good. It's very watchable. It's I, I enjoyed Get Out, which was the one that uh, he won an Oscar for. It's scary, like it's creepy. It's weird. It's very well acted. The actors are phenomenal. Th- apparently, there's like a subtext to the film that's all about the haves and the have-nots. And you... Oh, it sounds like it takes a lot of brain. Do you know what? Only when I Googled it afterwards and read the reviews did I go, oh, I see, that's what it's about. <laughs> you didn't know before. That's not a good, <laughs> not a that's good not sign. A good sign, is it? Afterwards, you've got to Google it to go, what the hell was that about? Uh, but it is good. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not... Four out of five? Like three and a half, 3.5. 3.5. Yeah. It's not too bad. No, it was, I did not feel like I'd wasted my time. Um, and the uh, the Basket Robbins, is it Baskin Robbins? The Bas- ice cream. That was lovely. Oh, that's that's fine then. You had a good time with the ice cream. The thing is, uh, you know, I'm a lot older than you, Lauren. And, uh, you know, I, I realise now that I've, uh, I go out to the cinema, but the film is very much a byproduct of me going out for ice cream. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's just an excuse because I just think, well, I couldn't just buy two scoops of ice cream, a massive popcorn, some magic stars, and a Pepsi, and just sit in the street and, well, eat, and have these things. But you could sit on your sofa in your pajamas. No, 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 because then you know my partner would find the wrappers in the bin, oh. and then I'd be in trouble. So it's like 
you know, I'm here, it's guilt free. And I always think popcorn, I think popcorn can't be, that can't be much. Anyway, I put it onto my fitness pal. <laughs> That's not what my fitness pal is for, by the way, to put popcorn in. I put popcorn into my fitness pal. And how like much? 500 calories. What, for the whole bag though? I ate the whole bag. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. No, I ate the whole bag. And it's, was it salty as well? No, I go sweet. Oh, okay. That's I'm not sitting there. No, that's worse. No, I don't think it is though, because salt's bad for you, isn't it? I think that's a, I think that's made up. How can salt be bad for you? I mean, lots of salt, don't get me wrong. It's bad for your blood pressure and all that, but, but weight-wise, no one's putting on weight. No one's going to the <laughs> doctors and he's going, have you been eating salt? Like, that's not the biggest concern in a, in okay. a fat man's diet. I hear you. Um, oh, I couldn't sit there with a mouthful of salt. Oh, no. No, I prefer it. I don't like the sweets. Horrible. Nah, I think that's... Something's gone wrong in your childhood. If you're going to eat salty popcorn. It's not right. It's not right. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this morning. Uh, I don't know if you read this in the paper this week, uh, Lauren. Uh, A woman nearly died this week. Yeah, but I mean, well, have a listen. Uh, She injected the juice of 20 fruits into her bloodstream. Oh, I saw that, yeah. A woman with a love of alternative medicine almost died when her organs started to shut down. Uh, Zeng, 51, injected the juice of 20 different fruits into her bloodstream using a homemade IV drip. Her temperature started to rise and she felt itchy all over, but didn't do anything about it. No, why would you? It was only when her husband asked uh, what was wrong, uh, because she didn't look very well, that she was taken to the hospital. She was then transferred to an intensive care unit. Crikey! After her condition deteriorated, um, the doctor told local media that she had contracted an infection and caused damage to her heart, kidney and liver. That's so terrible. Her condition improved after five days and the woman just said, you know, fruits were very nutritious and it would not do me any harm in in injecting them into my body. What is wrong with people? It's just... But she did bananas, strawberries, kiwi... I mean, she she doesn't go into detail about which fruits, but crikey. How, how mad is that? I just, you know, I, I know that's the extreme of alternate alternate uh, medicines, but just, if the doctor gives it you, you know... Take it then. He or she is trained, uh, off you go, you know? I'm not, I'm not just, no, I'm not putting anything, a wheatgrass enema, you know what I mean? Not mowing the lawn and then <laughs> up the... <laughs> you shouldn't though, should you? No! You Definitely not. There's no need. This is, that is not, I mean... It's a struggle to get you five a day, don't get me wrong. But don't inject it. <laughs> it is hard though, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's boring. Difficult, but actually making one yourself, injecting yourself, that's rough. That's not... that. Do not do... This is not recommended. I take it she kept the doctor away though, because she had more than one apple. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Definitely kept it away. Well, the, no, the opposite. There was loads of doctors. <laughs> all, all around her. The man from Del Monte says, no, do not do that. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Lauren is here with me this morning. Um, have you seen, uh, are you a Netflix person? Yes, I am, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a show on there called Dirty John. Have you seen this? I've seen one episode. I got through half of it. Crikey. It's dark. It is dark, but can you tell me a little bit more? Yeah, it is about, um, well, it's a true story. It's based on a podcast, and it's about um, a guy who... Called John? He's called John and he's dirty. Oh, oh he's dirty, Laura. Like Horrible. as in smelly? No, 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 no. The other kind. 
Um, he um, he essentially uh, tricks women into dating him. He pretends to be a doctor um, or you know a, a really nice bloke, and he's very much not a nice guy. Psychological sort of. Uh, oh, it's weird. is it rough? Yeah, it's rough. Is it as bad as you? I've seen you. I, I'm right here. No, not you. Unbelievable. Why are you? Oh, I've seen a TV show. Um, I've just watched the first couple of episodes, yeah. Is it like that? Yeah, it's creepy as well, oh, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's really creepy. Creepy. There's so much information out there now, though. People yeah. can find out loads of stuff about you. Absolutely. Just go on Facebook, Twitter, anything. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's sort of like a... It's weird to watch. It looks like it's been filmed for Channel 5, like it's an odd sort of... Really? It's got like a weird like hallmark sort of glean to it. See, I, f- I saw the f- the first bit. Yeah. Is it the same guy that's in the first one mm. that's in the rest of them? He's Because he's good looking, isn't he? He's well, he, he is, yeah. And actually the real guy's quite, you know, not a bad looking fella, so you can see how he could right. charm certain women. Yes. And he very much does. I mean, to a degree where you're like, are you nuts? Like, he's not the only nutter in this relationship. Like, how are you... Not be, seeing it. Yeah, how can you not see it? You know, it, but, but who knows, it, but when you're in the middle of something... Isn't it her daughter that sees it? She's onto it. She's onto him straight away. Straight away. So, I thought, a good topic this morning, because the first date, this is the bit, and I'm not ruining anything here, but in the first episode, he goes on a date, he's sat on the... He, they end up back at her place. Mm-hmm. He ends up sort of lay on the bed, even though she's like... I've seen this yeah, yeah. I don't want to go in there. Let's just stay in the living room. He lies on the bed and is like, come on. And she's like, no. And then she chucks him out. No, that's the weird thing. He just walks out. We'd not. He doesn't say anything. So she doesn't say, you need to leave. She just says, come on. And he, and he just sort of stares her out and walks out. And then a the few days later, thing. a few days later rings and says, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, because that was then the second date and he came over and he, do, he did it yeah. again. So... My topic this morning, and we've done it before because it's one of my favourite topics, is reasons you did not go on a second date. Oh, there's loads. There's always loads. So that's what I want from you this morning. Something happened in the first date that made you go, nah. Alarm bells sound. That ain't happening. Okay. So reasons you did not go out on a second date with, uh, with a guy or a girl. I uh, hope you're well this morning. I'm looking for your uh, stories uh, of the reasons you did not go on a second date. I've got some here already, Lauren. Go on. Uh, we've got one on Twitter. Miss Heartless said, uh, uh, he asked me to be quiet while he called another girl <laughs> on the Bluetooth speaker in his phone. He told her he loved her and he was going home to, to bed. They chatted for 10 minutes. You're then joking. hung up and to carry on our date. What would you do in that situation? Well, you'd have to get out of the next lights. Stop the car. I'm getting out. This is not happening, pal. Uh, James says, a friend set me up on a blind date. Mistake number one. <laughs> yeah. She was sure that we were a perfect match because we were both gay. Mistake number two. <laughs> he was 20 minutes late. When he finally arrived, he was my cousin. <gasps> oh, that is Crack. bad. That is, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, Angie. We'd been dating a few weeks and had a nice lunch and went shopping. I tried on clothes for him, a la Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. which he bought. On the way home, he told me that they were actually for his old girlfriend because we're the same size and the clothes were a birthday gift for her. Oh, free clothes, though. I like that. Well, it, unless he gave them to his old girlfriend. That's what it sounds like. 
Um, oh my god, there's some terrible ones. Jessica matched with someone on Tinder. He invited me to a bar, a grill for drinks to meet. I get there, his whole ha- family is there. <laughs> then I find out it's literally an hour after a family funeral. <laughs> then he sang awkward karaoke and told his family that I was his girlfriend. From Tinder. From Tinder and then meet the family straight away. It's just all happening That's at ridiculous. one go. That's are ridiculous. Are you a Tinder subscriber? I used to be. I used to be on Tinder. I'm not anymore because it's kind of gone downhill, hasn't it? It's I don't more know. of a you meet up and that's just a one-time oh, thing. Oh, I see. So it's for a little bit of a... Yeah. Okay, got you. But, you know, if you're, if you're to meet somebody for a long time, it'd like probably for properly. be plenty of fish, wouldn't it? Uh, again, this is all since I, I've been yeah. off the off the market. Say, these things have all flourished. Yeah. So they're not in my my world of well, thinking. How do you meet someone these days? Because of course, like it, like like you, you always did in yeah, a pub. You, well, you don't though, do you? You don't talk to people in the pub. People no, I guess weird. not. They go, what? What are you talking to me for? Well, yeah, I suppose. Back off. <laughs> That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what you do. I've not. I've no great. Uh, Secret, I don't know. I think uh, Tinder's the swiping one, isn't it? The That's left and right. So if you like them, you go right. If you don't like them, left. So somebody or sent me... Oh, go if on. If you super like them, you swipe up. And that is like Crikey. a bit creepy. So that's what he did, 100%. Oh. <laughs> he definitely swiped up. There was... Uh, it happens every so often, but somebody sent me a picture of a guy in like Middlesbrough or somewhere, somewhere in the northeast yeah. who was using my pictures. No way! <laughs> yeah. To, on his Tinder profile. Did you get quite a lot of swipes? Well, I don't know, do I? I just saw a screen grab of it saying, all right, Jace, what are you doing in Middlesbrough? I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not there. And, uh, thingy fished. Yeah, catfish. Yeah. But using me. Mate, this this face doesn't even work for me. <laughs> and I've got the added charm. <laughs> Music matters. I hope you are very well. I'm joined this morning, uh, thankfully, by uh, Lauren, who uh, is Radio Loz on the old uh, on the old Twitter. Twitter. That's me. Um, and she uh, hosts the breakfast show up here in uh, Aberdeen. On uh, what's the station called that you work on? North Sound. North you Sound it's right sorry. in front of you. I know. It's, it's, I was like, where is it? Where is it? I couldn't find it. North Sound. Sorry. It's everywhere. But uh, so yeah, she's helping us out this morning. Uh, we're talking uh, reasons you did not go on a second date. Loads of them, isn't there? There's so many. You must have had a couple of stinkers over the years. Um, yeah, there was one guy, and he, he got really mad at me because I said he only wore a t-shirt to this date. I wasn't right. that unimpressed, but I was just unimpressed by him in general. To right, be fair. and the t-shirt just added. Yeah, to I was that. Like, oh, do you know what? Could have just put on a shirt. Yeah, could have just put on a shirt, mate. Wow. Yeah. And he was not happy about that. <laughs> well, no, he said he was obviously like it was because it was the shirt, wasn't it? It was the shirt. I was like, no, it wasn't. It was no, just you, mate. It was it's just your personality. <laughs> yeah. But the t-shirt did not help. No, it didn't. Yeah, you got to wear a shirt. Sorry, fellas. I don't, I'm not. I don't mean to be. Uh... Are you a shirt man? Are you? I think if I was going on a date, I'd pop a shirt on. Yeah. Absolutely. Just for the first one. But then, uh, but then nothing else. Oh, just, just like that. Yeah, just like naked from the waist <laughs> down. But I wore a shirt. <laughs> um, I'm after your, uh, your reasons you did not go on a second date. Uh, Jeanette says, he crossed his legs and he had a strange laugh. No, suck- no second date he for me. He crossed his legs? That's dead comfy though. Mm, not not for boys. Not good for you, Neil, is it not? Well, it squashes things, doesn't it? You okay. know what I mean? Oh. Uh, I know. Um, but also, it depends how he crossed his legs. Did he do it like basic instinct? <laughs> He's oh. like recrossing them and re- I don't know. I see what it is. It's, when, it's not like when you sit cross-legged on the floor for story time. It's like when you cross your legs <laughs> no. like, a, like an older man would. 
Yeah, or an older woman. I find that really weird as well, actually. I'm with you on that. Well, there you go. Yeah. What, you I was you thought like, he was like cross legs on the on floor. On the floor. <laughs> you used to, to do. Are you doing a story? <laughs> Crikey. Yeah. That is not where my brain went, I've got to tell you. <laughs> uh, what about this one? No, no name on this, but it says, no second date because on the first one, all was going well until halfway through a second course, he started picking his nose like he was a mining no. expedition. No. You see people doing that in traffic a lot. You, like you, I can oh. see you. I have three mirrors that see no. you. The, do you know the one? The one thing I can't cope with is I can't even say the word. But that stuff. What stuff? In the nose. Mm, no. I, I'm not going to say it. Shall no. I say it? No, don't say it. No, I can't. Uh, you know, when when you have kids. What the one that begins with B or S? What? B. What's S? What's okay. B? <laughs> I can't even think what that is. What in your nose? In your nose? Oh, like a bogey, right? Yes. Sorry, no, no, I'm fine with that. That's the, I right. No, it's the other word. When you when you have kids, um, you 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 get to some sort of agreement with you with, with your partner to go. Look, I, I'll deal with these, but I think there's one. As long as it's different, you can sort of say there's one thing I will not do. Or not that I won't do it, but that I'd rather not do, and I'd okay. rather you did it. You know what I mean? So you sort of you've got the things. You've got the you know you've got the poo. And you, got the, you know, you got the boot. You got the when they're sick. You yeah. got that blood is another one, okay. and that stuff. It's not, <laughs> and that is the one. I'm like, no, I can't. That, I can deal with all the others. You can deal with poo, yeah. but you can't deal with snot. All right, I was trying not to say the words. You said it though. I whispered that's, it. That's really weird. I know, but that's just a. I don't just know of, of yours. I just like can't. It. But what's funny is my youngest daughter. She also has. The same thing. She can't deal with it. And oh, some, right. It's uh, hereditary. Sometimes if you... Oh, I can't believe I'm going... It's actually turning my stomach just talking about it. Sometimes if you... <laughs> I don't know how kids do it. It's like they save it up. Oh. And you sort of reach in and have to like pull it out. Stop it. It comes out like a, like oh, a magician's uh, handkerchief. Oh. <laughs> How's this so long? Your nose isn't that big. <laughs> Where does but, it store? Does it just go like, hang from the brain? But it's funny because I'm going, Hurr, and she's going, Hurr. like both of us hate it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm really sorry if you've just switched off. <laughs> I'm sorry if we lost half our listeners there. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you are very well. Talking this morning, reasons you did not go on a second date. Uh, Alex in Chester, he says uh, the, the the woman that he was on uh, on a date with had essentially a beard. What? What are those little like spikes out there? Well, I mean, she, he says full beard. It can't be a full beard. Uh, every time she called, I told, <laughs> I told her a family member had died. She called me for two months. I mean, you've got to have a shave, love. <gasps> if you're going out for a date, surely the first thing you do is just... Well, shave your chin? No, you don't. Do you not shave your no, chin? No, you don't. If you've got hairs on your chin. No, I, don't, I think you'd wax it, wouldn't you? Oh, wax, Hopefully yeah. Hopefully someone has said, you know, you've got hairs on your chin. Yeah. Give it a wax. Unless she's like, um, this is the greatest show. <laughs> you know, she might be like, yeah. <laughs> this is me, yeah. You know what I mean? Fair play. If she, if she came and give it, look, this is me. Then you would, wouldn't I'd you? I'd go, all right, fair enough. Yeah. I work, I just do a, I'm working like a, we don't like to call it a freak show, <laughs> but it's essentially a freak show. Uh, you know, and I just thought, if I shave this off, then that's my income gone. You true know, that. so that is true. Yeah. If we get to date five or six and this is going well, then I'll then do we'll it. think about it. Only if you got money. But you know, you've got to be earning enough money to, yeah, you know, keep up. Because I'm losing my freak show wages. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave says 
I work for the police, uh, the 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 actual police, not who oh. just not oh, sting, not, not sting. Okay. Um, and I went on a date with a girl uh, who knew what I did for a job. At one point in the date, she said, "My family would kill me if she, they knew I was on a date with a copper." I said, "Why?" She said, "My brother's just been put behind bars for eighteen years for drug for drug importation." <gasps> Crikey! That told, is awful. Told her via text that uh, it wasn't going to work. <laughs> Yeah, through text. <laughs> through text is the best way. That's rough, isn't it? I mean, sometimes it's harsh, but also, what you'd, are you going to do? You'd feel dead safe with a policeman, though, wouldn't you? Not if you were a criminal. That's true. I think the opposite. <laughs> you want to run. <laughs> you would be like, this is not going to work, because I'm actually no. a criminal, so I just think it's not, <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, have you watched The Bay on ITV this week? No, I haven't, <gasps> actually. That's good. That's a good reason not to go on a second date. Crikey. Well, again, I'm not spoiling it because it's in the trailer. Um, the It starts off. It's really good. starts off. There's a little little bit of a one-night stand up the alleyway, mm-hmm. uh, you know, canoodling. More than that. Full sex. Oh. And, uh, yeah, and uh, that happens uh, in the alleyway. This guy just meets this girl, in a, in a woman in a, in a pub, and they go for it, and then that's it. Then... These uh, you know kids go missing, whatever, and the woman turns up at the house. She's a she's a copper. It turns out she's to talk to the family about the missing. The dad walks in. <gasps> it's him, who she was up the alleyway with the other night. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. Great start for a show. I was like, you got me, ITV. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm hooked. <laughs> So, but it's just weird having to wait a week yeah. for an episode. It freaks me out now. I'm, 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 I'm the box set generation now. Yeah, I know. Netflix, so, it's all there, isn't it? You don't have to wait. I know, I know. But yeah, well worth a watch. That that was. I mean, totally ridiculous. But just one of those great. Again, it it turns my stomach in knots because it's one of those things where you can at any point in the first twenty minutes, she could have just said to her boss, "Look, I shouldn't really be involved in this case because a thing happened the other night and." I'm really sorry yeah. about it, and but because she just doesn't the first couple of times, then suddenly she's just in that moment where you go, "But what are you going to do now?" Sack me. You, you can't. I you can't, can't say it. Now. I'm not going to say it out loud now, and it just gets oh, <laughs> it's tense, but it's good. It's good, proper good drama. I love all that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. We're talking uh, dates, reasons you did not go on a second date. Vicky, I've got to say, Vicky seems to be an unlucky name when it comes to dates. I've had at least five texts from a Vicky, and they're all different. Oh, my. And they've all had a nightmare. So if you call Vicky, something about, I don't know what it is about that name, but it's not good luck. What happens if you change your name to Victoria? I think that might be the way forward. Uh, Viggy says the reason I don't go on, a, I didn't go on a second date uh, was because at the end of our first one, he wanted to wrestle me to prove he was stronger. What? Well, like an arm wrestle in the middle of the. Oh, I can only hope it was an arm wrestle. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's not too I bad. I would no. never go on a second date. It that. depends if it was done in like a funny way. Like there's a charming sort of way that you could get away with yeah. that. But if he was like if. You know, if it's half eleven and you've got you in a full Nelson outside TGI Fridays, I'd say hang on. Not great. I don't think this is going to work for me. <laughs> um, went on a date with a girl. She she suggested second date going to the gym. Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. I think that's fair enough. That would be unless it was like fitness pizza in my mouth. Yes, then exactly. Would. That's different. Uh, Dawn says first date, classy restaurant. Waiter took ages bringing our food. 
So my date ate the food that was on the next table that the diners had left. No, it no. I've got to say, I do think about that a lot. What, just nicking a chip? <laughs> just, you know, when they've gone, I'm thinking, who owns that food now, legally? <laughs> you know what I mean? What happens if they have taken a bite? You don't want to take a bite out of what they've taken a bite out of. What can you catch? You can't catch out, can you, from I don't, somebody's bite? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You just be careful. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Nat in Brighton uh, says, uh, we had a nice enough evening on our date, spent the night together. Then in the morning, he was. Uh, he says, I'll go make us some breakfast, which I found very exciting because I was really hungry. He came back half an hour later with half a grapefruit and a teaspoon. That was it. <laughs> Bye-bye, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Dominic's on the line. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, good morning. Hiya, pal. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm on the M11, but I've got you on headphones. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm not using my phone. Good man, good man. Uh, tell us about your reason you did not go on a second date. Uh, it's highly embarrassing. I, uh, I was on a medic. I'm in the army, and I was on a medic course with a girl, and she Facebook requested me a, a couple of years after the course. Mm. We end up chat. We end up chatting. She invited me to go travelling with her on on Easter leave last year to, to Vietnam. Wow. And uh, by by about the third day, she couldn't stand me. She absolutely. <laughs> There was hate in her eyes when she looked at me, you know. Oh, um, no. So uh, she was day, stuck here. Oh, she couldn't stand me. And then one day, yeah, <laughs> I, I lost my temper about her, and she said, "Stay out and go back to the hotel." So I went and got really, really drunk with a bunch of backpackers. And uh, I do remember being in the room when I got back, but I woke up in the morning and she'd gone. She blocked me on Facebook and WhatsApp. <laughs> and I was hate some mate. She must have hated me that much. She didn't even. I owed her loads of money for all the hotels, all the connecting flights. Oh my Vietnam. god! She was happy to didn't cut even, ties. Yeah, she, I, she, I, I, I annoyed her that much. She didn't even want the money. Wow! I, 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 rang, I, I rang a mate from back home in a bar to tell him, and he said, "I want you to settle down because you've entertained me enough in the last couple of years." <laughs> so what's wrong with you, Dominic? What's what happened? What do you what do you like looking at yourself? I don't mean to be a counsellor, but looking at yourself, Dominic. What did you do wrong? Uh, uh, she said, okay, this is immature. And the thing is, I'm 11 years older than her as well. <laughs> and yet she's thought you were immature. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What were you doing that was it that she could have found immature, Dom? Well, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't getting drunk. Or oh, I think we lost you there, pal. Are you there? Oh, he's oh, gone. He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. Uh, that, well, he's, that's the problem, you see. He's only got one of them little toy phones. He's a very immature <laughs> lad. Uh, thanks for Dominic giving us a call. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for all your messages this morning. Uh, we've been talking about uh, reasons you did not go on a second date. I don't know if these two are connected. Listen go to on. this. Maybe this is the guy and the girl. Ooh. The girl is Vicky. Again, obviously. <laughs> it genuinely is another Vicky. mad, isn't it? Honestly, the amount of Vickys we've had. Um... Second date never happened because he was too short. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Uh, I knew he was small as he was a friend of a friend. However, I turned up all glammed up in heels. He was seriously just in line with my chest. Ooh, I mean, not bad for him. No, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a reason to go on a second date. <laughs> uh, it gave me, gave me neck ache looking down at him. We didn't... Uh, <laughs> We didn't do much dancing that night. Instead, I just tried to sit down uh, to hide how uncomfortable it made me yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be with you on that, you know. Mm. Need well, a taller person. There's another message. This, uh, this, uh, this came 25 minutes later. Hi, Jason. What about this? 
I once went on a date with a girl who constantly looked over the top of my head with no eye contact. What? This one, this went on all night. It was as if there was like a drone hovering over my head or something. Maybe she was ultra shy, but it made me feel very uncomfortable. They're together. Do you think they're the They're t- together. That could be the same story. That's the same story. That's the same date. There's another Vicky That's here. That's awkward, isn't it? Of course there is. Another Vicky. Different spelling, but same same name. What is wrong with the Vickies? <laughs> Why are they so bad at dating? Oh, it's poor Vicky. Poor Vickies. Uh, my friend had met a, a guy one weekend, and after a week of texting, she invited him to hers to watch a movie. He got a bit angry when, after the movie, nothing happened. He told her, I've travelled all this way, over an hour, to watch a movie. I could have stayed at home and watched one Stop with it. me pals. Is that the guy from that that uh, thing, Dirty John? That's exactly that's what Dirty, Dirty John... That's, you've done well to get rid of him. He sounds like a right yeah, weirdo. Get you... I mean, you're allowed to think it. You're allowed to go. You're allowed to internally be like, "Yeah, oh, I thought something might have happened, but you know, ah oh well. Never Maybe mind. if I'm nice and charming, and you know, we fall for each other, then it'll happen at another time. But you can't say it out loud. What? I've just come over here to watch Jumanji. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't say it out loud. Yeah. You freak. It's weird. Uh, I didn't go on a second date once because the guy said he looked like Dermot O'Leary. He didn't. At all? No, he spent the whole of the first date practising karate moves on me. It was quite the put-off. <laughs> Have you put off by that as well? Yeah, I think so. Kucha! <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Hadouken! <laughs> all right, mate. Not even had my starter. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, hope you're very well. Hey, I'm on the telly tonight. Oh, yeah. Show's back. What would your kid do? Isn't it good? It's a great show. Do I've you got watch to say. Back? I, I actually, this is the only show that I've ever watched of my own because I watch it with my kids. Yeah. And they love it. Is it weird watching yourself back? Um, yeah, I must say, I, it is a bit odd. I don't, um, I don't make a habit of it, but uh, yeah, the, the, the show is just, re- it's, you know, it's just really good. It's good. And it, it's, it's great. It's, it's so rare that anyone says that about themselves, but I just go, <laughs> it's actually really good. Good for you. <laughs> and I've, don't get me wrong, I've done some crap. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. But this is good. Uh, so, yeah, tonight, What Was Your Kid Do returns at 7 o'clock on ITV1. So, uh, good family show. Sit down with the family and have a little watch of... It's amazing. What I love about it is... In fact, tonight, I think, is is one of my favourite moments. Oh, right. Yeah, there's a little Scottish kid. Oh, he's amazing. Reese. There's a moment where he goes... We have to do this thing on, on the Golden Hind, uh, the big ship in uh, in London. And um, we get there, you know, learning all these things, Francis Drake, blah, blah, blah. And a rat expert. We've got a rat expert. The, the the question was to the parents was, will your child lift up the rat and put it into the cage? Okay. Will they do that? You know, yes or no. And the guy comes out, starts telling us about the rats. He goes, uh, they're very, very intelligent creatures. <laughs> very intelligent rats. Little Reese. No way. He's like, no, they are. That's not up for debate. Like, that's just, that scientists have told us that. Rats are incredibly intelligent. They're very, very clever. This kid, six years old, leans right into the cage, almost nose to nose with the rat. He goes, all right then, what's my name? (laughs) Kills me every time. Love it. Did he speak back? He did not. They're not not as clever. Uh, So to be fair, he was right. It's true. Thicko. Absolutely (laughs) thicko, that rat. 
so that's on tonight. What would your kid do? Uh, people ask me all the time, like, what uh, would I take my own kids on it? Nope. <laughs> Why no, not? No way. They would, no, they'd destroy me. Would they? <laughs> I'd never be able to show my face in public again. <laughs> Just as, oh. Not even one of them. I mean, you've got five. Maybe one of them. Maybe the three-year-olds can't really talk oh, that well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, she can't. She's four now. Actually, I even got that wrong. <laughs> Terrible father. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, have a little watch of that tonight. Set your Sky Plus. Pop in the, the Video Plus numbers. Um, I don't know if they've still got that. Uh, and Or catch it on the, on the uh, ITV Hub afterwards. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Uh, thanks for all your messages this morning. Uh, it's been a fun topic, the uh, the dating, reasons for not going on a second date. So thanks very much for that. Um, we'll probably end uh, with uh, with this one, uh, who says, um, this is this is weird. Uh, this is from Sweeney. He says, I went on a first date with the wrong girl. Oh, that's not good. Well. For a starters. No. Uh, I had called the wrong number on my phone. Wow. Then when I met her, I realised, but went through with the date anyway because I thought, well, this is the right thing to do. It's not yeah. her fault, you know. Uh, however, she turned out to be the most opinionated, self-righteous, arrogant and deeply boring person I have ever been on a date with. But we sat down to dinner. Uh, she uh, quite a fancy hotel. She continued annoying me all the way through the pre-dinner <laughs> drinks and then she went to the loo. Our starters arrived while she was away, uh, but uh, also during that time I'd received a text from my mate asking me how it was going. I replied, she's an absolute moron. I'm gutted. Unfortunately, I sent that text by mistake to Back her. To her. Ah, the worst. She received it. Then when she sat down to eat, I can only describe as mayhem ensued uh, as she threw <laughs> the food all over me and left, at which point the major decal calmly came over and whispered in my ear, Shall I cancel the main course, sir? But the thing is, is that you're not stuck with the awkwardness of saying, I'm not into it, see ya. Well, there is that. Every cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Lauren is here. Good morning. Uh, Lauren Mitchell is Radio Laws on uh, on Twitter. And uh, we, uh, we've not got a comedian this week. Uh, we're up in Aberdeen. Well, we've got uh, you, though. I mean, I sometimes dabble uh, in the uh, in the comedic arts, and uh, Lauren uh, hosts the uh, the breakfast show up here on uh, North Town. So she very kindly uh, helps us out this morning because I can't talk to no one. Can you not? I can't do it. Is it just weird? I find it very weird. It is hard. I know, and actually, all those DJs who do that, you know, and I include the ones on Absolute Radio. Yeah. There, there's something odd about them. <laughs> because they're talking to nobody but oh, a microphone. I don't know how they do it. Strange. Yeah. Very odd. It's difficult though. It's a technique. I can't do it, so so I won't. Okay. I, refu- I refuse. That's uh, absolutely fine. But thank goodness you were around. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this this week. It came up. Uh, it's, it's from an old interview, but it came up again. You know what the internet's like. Sort of just became viral again this week. Uh, Alexandra Burke, um, the the hit maker um, from uh, Did she do X Factor or one yes. of those? Yeah. She cl- <laughs> she claims she's got a song called Elephant, by all accounts, and. Um, she claims that she essentially popularised a very famous phrase. Uh, let's have a listen. It's really a metaphor. Um, I was actually going through a situation last year where I was dating someone. And um, 
it just wasn't going according to plan. So clearly, nobody wanted to talk about it. So there was an elephant in the room. Ah. And I'd never heard of the saying before until I'd done my writing camp for the album. And it's a very American saying. So I thought, well, why not be the first person to kind of bring it over here and make it into a song? The first person <laughs> to bring it over here. Elephant in the room. You know, the elephant in the room. You hear that all the time, don't you? But only ever since Alexandra Burt brought it over. You, no. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard it before that. Before 2012, I think. Uh, you wouldn't have heard it before that. Because Alexandra Burke, as you heard, Alexandra Burke, it was a very American phrase. The Americans used it. You might have heard it in America, Lauren. You might have been to America once or twice and then you heard it over there. But you certainly didn't hear it here in the UK. I'm pretty sure I did, though. Well, I'm willing to speak to Alexandra and say, uh, well, I heard it here before. I don't... You're a braver woman than I am because I would not stand up to Alexandra Burke. <laughs> if she says she invented that phrase and brought it and popularised it in the UK, then sure, go I'm for fine it. with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, so I want to hear from you this morning. What phrases did you invent? It might be a, a, a famous phrase that you, you very much feel that like you popularised or uh, an actual word that you've gone, you know what, I, I, think, I, I think I invented that. Where real music matters. Uh, and we're talking this morning about uh, phrases, words or phrases that you very much feel you either invented or at least popularised. There's one I use a lot. Go on. When I go into the office, I mm. shout, Yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. But it's from a movie, isn't it? I've no idea. Is You're it? Dad, you should know this. That doesn't ring a bell. Is it not that chef guy that goes, Yoo-hoo, big summer blowout? Chef? What chef? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I popularised it, though. You popularised it. Yeah. I think you probably 100%. did, yeah. Yeah, you definitely made it more popular than a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely true, yeah. Um, I mean, that's very much the elephant in the room. I don't know if you've heard that American phrase, but uh, very popular now since Alexandra Burke oh, yes. <laughs> brought it over. I love it. I love the balls on the woman. <laughs> yeah, no, I brought that over. Like, to just say it out loud. Fair play to her. A <laughs> um, couple of messages coming in this morning about phrases you've... Uh, I've, I, I, I like some of these. Um, Alicia on uh, Facebook says, Not me, my late nana, though, used to say, If it suits the wearer, bugger the starer. Ah, that sort of makes sense, great. doesn't it? I like that. Yeah, that's good. If you want to wear it, wear it. No matter it. what anyone else thinks. Exactly. Um, well, I like this from Verity. Uh, manana iguana. Uh, which is used in response after see you later alligator or in a wild crocodile. <laughs> yeah, because you always feel awkward after that, don't you? There's uh, no more. There's I a third one. Manana iguana. I kind of yes. like that. Uh, Winston says he invented the word poogle, uh, which is the act of sitting on the toilet using your phone. <laughs> oh, like Google. That Google. Google. And, yeah, I get that's it. what he's done there. Uh, that or makes a sense. dog, a poodle on Google. That could happen. That could be one of those things. This is a great one from Stacey. Bratitude to describe my eight-year-old daughter. <laughs> yes. Very good. I like that one. Uh, so that's what I'm after this morning. Um, any any phrases or words that you reckon you've invented? Catherine says, as kids, my mum used to say, uh, if we have to say where something is, she would say, you say, wearing my shoes, she'd say, up my bottom on a nail. Sorry? Do you know, this is a... this Never heard that. Well, I the version I used to hear, I'd say, you'd say, oh, where's that? And they'd say, up my bum on a second shelf. That's what we used to what, say. What, as a joke? Yeah, it wasn't really up there. Okay, bum, good, good. <laughs> My mum did not use her bottom as a storage. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a, it wasn't a big house, but she didn't have to find extra storage in her. Thank goodness. Gravity. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, oh, the bomb on the second shelf. You never heard that? I've never heard that. I think I, think I invented it. Did you bring it I, over I here? I think I probably brought it. It was it's very popular in America. And then you brought it over here. And then I thought, do you know what? I think the I think the Brits need to hear <laughs> up above on the second shelf. So I can't believe you've never heard that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, and if you want to hear the show after the show has finished, uh, then you can download the podcast, uh, which there's there's hundreds of them out there. Um, loads? Yeah, loads of them. I, probably, I mean, there's loads of podcasts in general, uh, but there's loads of mine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's about, I don't know, 200, something like that. Must be something like that now. You'd be there for a while, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, for a, That's 200 hours. Yeah, and there's only, a, in all honesty, about 30 good ones. You know, so you've really got to... Find it's potluck. Eight twelve fifteen is the Texas morning. Um, loving the, uh, the the inventions of words, words that you thought. Do you know what? I think I came up with this. Uh, Gary very much claims that he invented the phrase "brother from another mother." Nah, that's been around that's what a he long says. time. That's that was nineteen twenties. I don't know. You don't know how old Gary is. Doesn't well, say. Maybe. Um, he's uh, he, he also he also reckons. Um, that he invented sister from another mister as well as a do you think yeah but he says he's oh, not convinced he says he's not copyrighting it it's all covered by the, the fair usage law so you just whatever you if you want to use it it's fine by him well, that's nice at least he's sharing now the, the word that you what what would you call um, a the thing that was that what you would call a it remote, the thing that yeah. turns over the telly yeah just a remote yeah remote control not a that's a remote yeah not, not a doofer no not a doofer alright well uh, Darren says he invented the phrase doofer instead of TV remote control and then loads mm. of people this is on Facebook loads of people just started getting involved that's a bodger mate someone says a bodger the hoofer doofer what do, why, do, why can't people just call it a, a remote that's what I call it a hoofer doofer Brian says the plinger the plinger the plinger I'm going to take that can I have that you can have it the doofer dobber says but what is wrong with people Natalie says the whiz bang what is wrong with you it's just called the remote control. remote control. Where's the remote control? That's the remote. Where's the remote? Are you sat on it? No, I'm not sat on it. Get up, let's have a look. <laughs> literally every conversation. Isn't it? Just get up and let us have a look. I'm not. I'm literally not on it. And you get on it. You go, All right, he's there. Down a side. Down a side. Absolutely. Um, loving these messages, though. I love, I'm going to start using these this morning. Uh, fabulicious. Oh, I like That's that. Quite a good I word, use that a lot. I like that. Uh, Steve says, my mate Alex, uh, who's from Bolton, he claimed that his family came up with the phrase, our kid. Could be true. You use that. I mean, I try not to because it's such a massive northern cliche. Isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I try, I try not to. But I've got to say, every time I see, <laughs> I know he's in the press a lot at the moment, every time I see R. Kelly in the press, I always think, oh, yeah. poor Kelly. Oh, no, it's the different one. <laughs> that's, the, that's the singer. Ah, uh, Kelly. Yeah. Um, I, Jason, I popularised the phrase, the hole is not going to come to the ball. Uh, I use this phrase when playing golf with friends and they hit a short putt. Then I heard a golf pundit, Wayne Riley, say it on the TV. Said it's not going to come to you. He actually said it. Whoa. That's, that's the other one I use. That's from movies, though. That's from Happy Gilmore. Get in the ball. Get in the hole, ball. Get in the hole, yeah. I love that. I love that film. Um, Rab the bricklayer. When, asked, when I, I ever asked for tea, my granny used to say, so what's for tea, sorry? Whenever I asked what was for tea, my granny would reply, fried farts in garlic. Oh. That is not... What was that? I don't know. I think it was just a... She didn't know what was for tea. Oh, right, okay. So Fair she enough. would just say, you know, whatever it was. Tasty. 
Kate, just to back up my uh, claim here, she says, my partner Rich says, up the cow's bum on the second shelf, which I'd never heard before. I thought he was just weird until I listened to this show. Oh, no, he is still weird. The cow? Would know. you prefer it in the cow or...? I mean, it's a weird, com- it's just a weird conversation, odd, isn't it? Weird. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. The Jason Manford Show. Lauren is helping us out this morning. Morning. Here in sunny Aberdeen. Beautiful it's Aberdeen. nice, isn't it? Looking pretty nice yep. out there. Um, the Granite City. That's it. Well Obviously, done. yeah, somebody got a job lot on grey bricks back in the day. <laughs> and then built a city and on it. the whole town, the whole city is made out of the same brick, pretty much. Apart from that fence, that's green. Yeah, apart from fences. They've not gone with brick, that would be crazy. But... Uh, they, yeah, is what when I was here last time, it was just the the sky was grey and <laughs> the buildings were grey. There was birds flying into buildings everywhere. Poor things. Eight twelve fifteen. It's the text this morning. Uh, we're talking uh, phrases that you invented. What did you invent? Emma in Seven Oaks actually says, "I love big summer blowout." Oh yeah, um, it's from uh, Frozen. Oh, is that what it's from? Yeah, uh. it's Wandering Oaken, who uh, is in the log shack where Anna meets Hunky Kristoff, as she puts it. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's the... That's I haven't watched the full movie through. I just see the bit where it's like, do you want to build a snowman? Yeah, that's quite a popular bit. Um, I think there's quite the innuendo at that point as well. I is can't, there? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what it is now. Pretty sure she just says no. No, she says, I think he, they want to go up to the to the palace and I think Christoph says... I'll take you up the North Path. Oh, something like that. quite a, like a. See, isn't it funny when you watch movies when you're older, and then you go, "Huh." I know. I it's see de- that. It's definitely something like that. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but it's something like that. Uh, so we're talking about this morning because Alexandra Burke. There's a little video this week uh, where Alexandra said uh, that she actually popularised uh, the um, the phrase "elephant in the room." <laughs> she brought it from America because the Americans had it and we didn't. Uh, somebody's message to say series E of QI had elephant in the room as a theme in 2007 well I don't mean to question you but was Alexandra Burke on that episode maybe maybe she she probably maybe maybe she's just you know maybe she was that's where it came from I'm not I'm no Stephen Fry <laughs> but maybe um my, uh, we've got this here. I was using uh, the word plumptious. This is from Lynn. Plumptious to oh. describe someone curvy, like yeah. myself, she says. That's quite nice. Uh, I'm a primary school teacher and I've been encouraging the pupils just to use it as an adjective for 13 years. That's about 400 kids so far. I'm Sounds hoping it gets into the dictionary. Juicy. Plumptious. Juicy. Yeah, I like that. That could work. That could work. Uh, this is from uh, Joe. She says, hi, Jason. I live in, this is weird. I've no, I've seen this before. I live in West Sussex now, but I'm from Guildford originally. In Guildford, people call a woodlouse. What would you call a woodlouse? A woodlouse? Yeah, same. I would call mm-hmm. it a woodlouse. But around the country, people have got different names for them. A slater. Is that right? Is that yeah. one of them? Well, in Guildford, a cheesy bob. No. Cheesy bob. And I've heard this before. I can confirm you know, that this is a thing. A bumblebee up in Aberdeen is a foggy bummer. I think I got that right. I hope I might you have got, got that it wrong. right. <laughs> Because crikey O'Reilly, it's foggy a lot up here as well. It is. Maybe Google it before we say it again. (laughs) Oh my goodness. There's the Radio Awards clip. Oh. Yeah, we'll check that. It's not a cheesy bob though, is it? No. Unless that's the same person. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe he's both. Cheesy Bob. Uh-oh, the fog's out. <laughs> Cheesy Bob will be on the lookout. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Matters. Uh, lovely uh, messages coming in about the phrases that you invented. Love it. I can't get into the Woodlouse thing. Not at 14 minutes to 11 towards the end of the show. That is very much a half eight topic that we can discuss for an hour. Oh, right, is it? People have got their f- words. For different things, yeah. There's three things you can't discuss on the radio. What, what different people call Woodlouse around the country. What people call a bread roll. And Brexit. And Brexit. <laughs> you the missed things, one. They're the things that will split. The toilet roll. What, forward or backwards? Yeah. No, it's forward. It's, it's fo- always it's, forward. It's always forward. What freaks are putting it yeah. against the wall? Can't be doing that. <sighs> no. Nope, I don't think so. How about this? How about this for a su- subject? Japan. Japan. I love Japan. <laughs> I'd love to go. Uh, they've got a new device now that allows fathers to breastfeed their babies. I think I've seen this, you know. Well... I did not till this morning. Fathers sometimes like to say that they can do anything mothers can except give birth and breastfeed. Well, thanks to a new device developed by Japanese company Dentsu, breastfeeding babies may now not be a problem uh, for uh, fathers in the near future. Recently unveiled at a, uh, a technology festival in Austin, Texas, the father's nursing assistant is an intriguing, if what somewhat bizarre gadget that aims to allow fathers to help with a stressful task usually reserved for mothers that is one of the bonuses of breastfeeding yep I recommend uh, all fathers to try and encourage the mothers to breastfeed because it means you can sleep through there's no point us both being up is there are you joking well there's no point is there because I can't do it I, got, I can get up and make you a brew but that's about it get a tease made did you see the man who had put a bottle against his chest mm. and then he put a little hole out onto his jumper and then oh. and basically, you know, did Well, that. this is like an extreme version of that. Data shows that much of the uh, parental stress and difficulties associated with taking care of a baby are related to feeding and sleeping. I mean, that is true. Responsibilities in which fathers' participa- participation tends to be lower. Uh, in order to get fathers more involved and relieve some of the burden off mothers, uh, this company has created a wearable milk or formula tank shaped as a pair of female <laughs> breasts, which allows men to breastfeed children. Is this I mean, something that you're going to be doing? I don't think I don't think I'll be sat in the middle of a Costa coffee on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm sorry, she needs feeding. Where's my breasts? I just think. The thing is, right? Obviously, you've got a bit of man fluff on your face. Yeah. If the baby's like. Looking up and seeing a beard. Yeah, it could be a bit confused. Well, again, unless it's there from... This is me! (laughs) (laughs) Very true. That could be... The main problem with it for me is that it's just one more thing to remember. You know what I mean? Every time you leave the house, nappies, wet wipes, daddy's booby machine. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't be bothered. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. I hope you are very well, having a lovely Sunday morning so far, uh, and I'm uh, heading back back home. You're going back home today? Back home, flying back, mm-hmm. flying. It's always a worrying flight because uh, you don't know what plane you're getting when you're in these parts. Right. Well, sometimes you'll get a like a proper one, like a proper plane. Yeah. Loads of seats and that. Other times, if like a Sunday, for example, they think no one's flying from Aberdeen to 
you know, Manchester or whatever on a Sunday. So we'll just put the little one out. What, just like a one-seater one? No, not that little. Just you like... Still, although I did that last week. I had to fly from Shetland to uh, from Orkney to Shetland. Ooh. This time, literally this time last week, we got into the airport. It was empty. It was nobody, they opened up for us. There was nobody there. <laughs> wow. And there was like a little six-seater out there. And I said to my tour manager, I went, <laughs> imagine that was ours. It was ours. <laughs> so you had to wear those like headphones and stuff, did yeah, you? Yeah, you got to wear the things and... Uh, you didn't? Yeah. And in a the, helicopter? And the guy, no, it was a, a it was an aer- little aeroplane, little sort of six seater, and um, blowing in the wind. It was so windy. The guy said, "We don't. F- if it's over sixty mile an hour winds, we don't fly." I said, "What speed is it?" He went, "It's only forty-five. I was like, "That's pretty close." <laughs> That's really close. I mean, we we landed sideways, like it was terrifying. <laughs> My goodness, beautiful part of the world, but uh, essentially Norway. Scary. I mean, nearly in Norway. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so yeah. And I remember the last time we flew up to Scotland, Gordon, my tour manager, he won't mind me saying, he's a big fella. You know, I, and I'm no, I'm not small. Yeah. We sat next to each other, having a little chat, and um, stewardess come over. Sorry, are you two together? We were like, yeah, you know, not strictly speaking, but yeah. We are. <laughs> she said, would you mind sitting on either side of the no, plane? Yeah. No, that didn't happen. Honestly. Does that really happen? I said, you what? She went, yeah, can you set up? It's just weight distribution on the oh. plane. I was like, wow, wow. I've not had a carb since. Oh, yeah, I know. You chucked that special K-bar in the bin? Well, I just went to eat one of them special K-bars. 20 grams of carb, I don't think so. No, that's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. Uh, look, that's the end of the show. Thanks very much for helping us out this morning. You're welcome. Very nice. Back to North Sound. Yep. God love you. Uh, so, uh, and you're on. All, you do the breakfast show all week uh, up here in uh, in Aberdeen. If you're local, uh, I will be back uh, next Sunday. I have got gigs this week, uh, York and uh, Blackpool and various places, but they are sold out. But uh, the week after, Aylesbury, uh, Wednesday third of April, uh, and uh, where else am I? I've got another one that needs help. Uh, oh, Liverpool Arena as well. There's a good 500 seats there still left to sell. Uh, so if you fancy coming to one of them, <laughs> feel free. Have a lovely, lovely Sunday. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.